0: Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com/salescourse. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Gray.
1: Welcome back to episode number 43 of Inbound Sales Journey. I'm your host, Gray McKenzie, joined, as always, by Ryan Herman. And today we're walking you through the very last step in our sales process from the sales uh, sales representative's perspective. Now, there's a, there's a little bit to clarify in that, but before I cl- make a clarification here, I want to walk through what the sales process has looked like to this point. We got a lead, either inbound or outbound, and we set up an initial call. That call is the Connect call. So we're jumping on that Connect call, and we covered that in episode number 39. The second call that we jumped into was uh, in episode number 40, where we talked about the qualifying call. So if they make it through the Connect call, it makes sense to jump into another call. We're going to go in and do kind of the hardcore qualifying here, making sure that this prospect Uh, is a good fit for us, making sure that uh, the boxes we're trying to check here are, do they need help, Um, can we help them, and do they want our help? So we get through that call, and then if if it makes sense, if both parties are in, we get to, uh, in episode 41, the solution call. And this is where we're pitching, um, presenting basically what the solution is, what are we going to provide for them. Is that an inbound marketing game plan? Is it a retainer? Is it a web design project? Is it uh, something else, a workshop Um, But that's where we make that pitch. We set the expectations and shoot for a verbal commitment. If that all goes well, we get the verbal commitment. We're going to jump into uh, what we talked about last week, which is where we're covering kind of that decision stage. They have all the details. They've made a verbal commitment, and now it's time to close the deal. And so we are walking through the contract. We've sent it over ahead of time. We're walking through the contract, setting the expectations, and scheduling the onboarding call as well as getting a a signed contract and and production deposit sent over to you. So now what we're into is that onboarding call. We've gotten the signed contract, and this is, at least in our agency most of the time, the initial kickoff call for a game plan sale. Now, what I will say here, this is kind of the clarification point. This is not the end of the sales process. We're going to treat this like this is the end of the sales process in this episode but but it's not just because they've paid doesn't mean the sales process is over. So our goal is not just to bring somebody in, do a $10,000 inbound marketing game plan and then send them on their merry way. If that's the best thing for their for their company, then we're happy to do that. But in most cases, they came to us because they need marketing help and they they need to outsource some of either the content strategy, the content production, the content promotion, uh or aspects of all of those which is which is typically the case so even though we have a signed contract they're paying us for this work there's still kind of a second sell at the end of this to hey here's the next step and it's t- treat, calling that a sell um it the goal of it is just to do the best thing for the client so yes it is selling and we are trying to close something um and the same thing on the front end with our initial sale but um but you've already got a relationship built there, and there's going to be this continual sequence through any client relationship of continuing on-sales, upsells, cross-sales, whatever you want to call them. So hopefully that's enough context. Ron. if there's anything you want to chime in with there, you're welcome to. And um, I'm going to kick things over to you to take us through what you think this onboarding call should look like.
2: Great. You with your inner Dr. Seuss right there.
1: Yes. Dr. Cells Seuss, at- I am.
2: Sells everywhere. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, this is such an important call. Um, I, If you guys don't have your, your salesperson who's taken them through uh, a process similar to this so far uh, on that, that first kickoff call, it's something you really need to start doing. We're going to talk in this uh, episode on why that is and then also future things that salespeople should be doing for follow-up and upsells and that type of thing. But first, starting with why it's important to have them on this call. So at this point, if you listened to episode 42, you know you went through and you did the contract with them. Now it's time to actually start executing what has been, uh, you know, what has been agreed to. So to put, paint a different picture for you guys, to set your mind in a little bit of a different place and then bring it into uh, to inbound here, when I was selling homes – uh, we followed a, a fairly similar process where we would walk people through the contract, and then a couple months would have to go by while we were prepping the land, getting the blueprints rolled out, that type of thing. And what we would do is we would have what we call our pre-construction meeting, and that is with the salesperson and with the project manager. And it's basically passing the baton, it's the handoff to make sure that they feel uh, comfortable. And that they know what the house is going to look like. Everything that they've selected is is uh, is in there. And I get to introduce them and make the project manager look like the best project manager in the world, uh, and start their their relationship up on the right foot. And the same can be applied here. Okay, so you've gone through all the hard work of walking them through and educating them on what needs to be done. We've gone through and done the the contract with them, and now you're about to pass the baton, and we're going to start actually going ahead and building their blueprint printer their inbound marketing uh, game plan or you're you know if you guys are doing retainers right away you're still going to have some sort of strategy up front that you guys need to be doing so you're kicking off that but what you need to do is you need to take the relationship that you've built with them and you need to as best you can help build the new relationship with the project manager based off of the credibility that you've established as a salesperson okay so if you have a really good relationship, which hopefully you do at this point, you're going to make the the introduction via call. If you guys are in person, even better. I know a lot of agencies, though, are, are either doing work nationally or internationally. You, you're on a phone call. Uh, I like to do, uh, typically with these calls, a um, like a video chat if I can. So you, there's some some personal connection there as best we can if we can't be in person. Not necessarily something that has to be done, but I think is really nice if you guys have the ability to do that. Uh, if you're not working remotely and that type of thing can be really helpful. But this is where you want the goal of this call basically is to to help them understand that the project manager has been briefed on their particular situation, that you have shared all the information that you've collected with them, and that they're fired up and ready to go and helping uh, them actually realize you know the dream I guess that 's a weird way to say it, but realize the dream that you 've created uh, with them, and they 're the person that 's going to be the right fit to to do that um, so that's is a really important part uh, of that that initial meeting, and what you 're also doing is uh, gray alluded to this it 's not the end of your sales process with them, especially if you guys are selling game plans, you're going to be back to upsell them on different things, but you want to just show unity in the team. Um, and, and also your project manager should be helping, uh, in that role as well. So the project manager is there. Uh, you are really leading the beginning of this conversation of this call. Uh, you are just, again, setting an agenda with them. This is what we're going to be going over this is um, uh, how we're going to run this call. Email that ahead of time. Then during the call, you're going to open it. You're going to introduce them on a personal level. You are then going to walk through and assure them that, that you have briefed the project manager on everything that needs to be done. Um, and then it, what you're going to do is you're going to establish clear roles. So what we want is now the, you have been the primary point of contact we now want that primary point of contact to be the project manager cuz they're the ones who need to be the most in the know on everything that's happening so what you need to do is clearly establish establish roles and say if you have questions about this this or this moving forward the project manager here is going to be your best point of contact for that if you have like general questions about you know certain other things Then me as a salesperson, you know, or the person just kind of as your friend almost, uh, you can come to about that if like, and typically the way that we make that distinguish is if you're the salesperson, if they have questions on next steps after the game plan, how to move forward with that type of stuff, they can ask you about that. If they have questions on, well, uh, the actual strategy development in that process, they can ask the project manager on that. So you're both still a team working together in tandem to make the client successful, what that's allowing you to do then is you're able to say uh, and keep, you know, you personally are able to distinguish distinguishably be the one that when you come back to them saying, "Hey, I checked in with this project manager. He said that things are going well and you guys are um, on track to to finish the game plan." Uh, after talking with him. These are some of the things that we have um, discovered that you're going to need, whether it's a website, whether it's HubSpot, set up that type of stuff. This is why it's important and you can come back in to be able to assist uh, them in that way. Now, I know I've been rambling a little bit here, Gray, so I'll let you talk in a second. One other thing that I do want to point out, though, it's really nice to stay in the loop and to be on this call is because you want to be as the salesperson and the person with the, the best relationship with the client so far you will be able to gather information from the client that they might even not be willing to share with the salesperson, which sounds or with the uh, project manager, which sounds a little bit odd. Uh, But it's true because a lot of the times if a client has a frustration with how things are going with the project manager, people I think inherently like to avoid conflict, especially depending on the type of person they are, but they might be willing to open up to you a little bit more about it. So we'll have check-ins. Throughout each uh, phase where we will call them uh, set a the time to call and just say, "Hey how are things going?" I talked to the project manager. they said this, this and this, this is all going well. What are your thoughts? How have the process been for you I'm just curious trying to trying to figure out if you've been enjoying it that type of thing, and just trying to play that kind of side advocate for for the process for what's been going on and be able to gather any information gray if uh you know if there's any i guess um, stormy water up ahead that the project manager isn't aware of because they haven't been told up front. You can kind of nip that in the bud before it becomes something bigger. So,
1: yeah, well, I think you broke it down really well. I think uh, from that introduction, that initial call when you get on there, that's your chance to make everyone feel like a million bucks and uh, come into things in the right frame of mind, ready to work together. So you can introduce the client to your team live on the call with, "Hey, this is a client. Here's how great they've been worked with. Here's how great they've been to work with." To this point, um, here are like some things that that you guys want to be aware of, and ways that I think that we can help them. Hey, here's our team. Here's your account strategist. This person is uh, really experienced, has similar experience in this space, and uh, and they're going to take care of you on the strategy side. Here's your account manager, your project manager um their experience their background here who is who else is on the call with us we've got your copywriter who's assigned to your account and does amazing work here's your designer who's going to be working with you you can you can rope everybody in and help to to build those connections really quickly on the front end i would also say so i've got a couple other things that i want to throw in here ryan that that we hadn't kind of that i hadn't thought of ahead of time to that to bring into this episode. I think it makes sense to do another episode at some point to talk about kind of the habits of the salespeople and, uh, and how we break out calendar and stuff. But a couple, um, tips, if you are an agency owner or in sales or managing operations side of things is on the salesperson side, um, calendar wise, there's an awful lot that is going on when you're trying to make sales. So you're trying to do prospecting, stay on top of current folks you're talking to, um, closed deals. And now on top of that, we're also going to throw in that we want you to be involved in the ongoing relationships. So that's not doing work for the client on a weekly basis, but if you're checking in at least once a month and you're helping with the upsells and stuff, there needs to be some time allocated to that. And so it may be, Hey, for the last two hours of every day, or you take, um, you know a 4-hour block once a week or and depending on what the what the client load is it might even be a full day once a week where you're working on the existing clients that you have and focusing on Uh, The relationship building, the upsell opportunity, and make sure that you're retaining those clients and taking good care of them. So there needs to be some kind of understanding in the management and also uh, allocation of time and understanding on the salesperson side to know, hey, this is a real responsibility that I have to allocate real time to. And that there's no question about it. That's going to take time away from potentially closing new deals. And we need to agree that that makes sense for the business. Now, on the Uh, management side of the agency, whoever is setting up the comp plan, uh, you're obviously free to to decide, do I want my salesperson involved here, or would I rather have my account strategist, account manager, manage the upsell beyond the game plan and and the client retention? Uh, We found it really beneficial to have the salesperson involved in that, but it definitely makes sense then that that salesperson has some kind of uh, comp plan that takes into account what is going to be happening? You know, that it's going to reward that aspect of the business. If your salesperson is largely on salary, or or at least has a base salary that's somewhat substantial, this is one of those things that you could potentially throw in there as, hey, this is something that you need to do. This is part of what you get paid base for. Um, but we just found it to be more effective to have some kind of incentives for staying involved, for that upsell from the game plan to the retainer, for that client retention beyond year one so i think those are a couple things organizationally and in terms of incentives that you need to think about um in order to make the system really work and really be effective for you
2: love it agree with everything there gray um yeah i just think personally like what i do is i pick one day a week um and i block out typically three to four hours on that day Um, for me it's a monday and i will follow up with, uh, people that we are clients that we're servicing. Uh, and, and that way just staying current on the relationship. There's a lot of opportunities in inbound to upsell people on things. Again, not just to not upselling for the sake of upselling, but because they actually need it. And, you know, depending on your company structure and stuff, you're paying a salesperson to be, you you know, Pretty much because they're good at sales, because they're able to uh, make those connections and, and upsell people on things, or sell people initially on things. You know, utilize that talent that you have, keep the relationship going because you never know what opportunities are, are coming. You know, great, how many times have we had a, a website project that we've taken on a big COS project or something like that, and all of a sudden they need more landing pages, or we need to go above and beyond what we said. And you know, me being able to to talk with them through that process, we've gotten quite a bit more business. Um, you know, or, you know, certainly if you're starting with a game plan, you're going to need to upsell them, uh, into a retainer after that anyways. Um, and, and kind of help explain why they need what they need and and having that relationship and maintaining that is really important.
1: Sure. Yeah. And it, uh, one other thing to point out is I'm, I'm not advocating right now that the salesperson is the only person who can do any kind of sales who can ever address those kind of upsell conversations. That's not what we're saying, but just that that salesperson can be involved and can be a really integral part of making those sales conversations happen by being a different perspective and staying involved. And if they already have skills in sales, they already have the client relationship. They can work hand in hand with your account manager, account strategist to determine the best thing for the clients. Um, and then, you know, pitch that at the appropriate times. I think that a mistake a lot of HubSpot partners and inbound agencies have made in the past, anybody who's going after this retainer model is what's the length of the retainer. Okay. 12 months. Well then 12 months seems like the appropriate time to all of a sudden come in with a new plan or a new upsell opportunity. That's clearly a selfish line of thinking and and perspective to take into this. It's not that 12 months just happens to be the magic number for all your clients. Um, You need to be a little bit more attentive to what's going on with the client and figure out, okay, when is the appropriate time to pitch these new things, these new ideas. And what you don't want to have happen is you don't want to have the client coming to you in month eight saying, I've got this new idea for for this that we should try out. And you've been holding that in your back pocket for four months, but you've been waiting another four months before you're going to pitch it because that's when the renewal comes and you just talk to yourself either into believing, hey, the client just won't have budget for that right now because they've already signed this. Or it just doesn't fit with our process right now. We need to hold that. Like you need to have a process to deliver these things and a strong process in place to be upselling and making recommendations to the client in the appropriate uh, at the appropriate time for the client, not for your own needs as an agency. Anything you'd add to that, Ryan, or should we go ahead and wrap up here? Why don't you wrap us up? All right. As always, guys, thanks for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode and um, and all of. The prior episodes at doinbound.com slash sales journey. You're going to want to subscribe in iTunes and tune in next week where Ryan and I are going to be talking about, um, is there the opportunity we've been talking a lot here in the sales process about the game plan and how we sell the game plan. Is there an opportunity to sell a service that would come before the game plan and maybe even shorten up, condense your sales cycle so that. We get you paid earlier during the sales process um, and then that would lead into, you're kind of continuing to use, we've talked about mini closes, this would be the same concept, we've just kind of accelerated the close process or we've given them a mini close a little bit earlier, getting the client used to paying money for value and we've got the value exchange going on and then um, just continue to help them ramp that up over the course of the lifetime of that client, the client engagement. So that's what we're going to be digging into next week in episode 44. Until then, have a great week and keep pushing forward.
0: Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash journey. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash journey. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe. Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.